say Before you cross me, look both ways Leaving the scene with no trace Not in my lead, you out of place I'm not at the top, I'm out of space Can't eat with us, we're out of place I'm doing fine, I'm feeling great You're not my fan, you can't relate Straight talk going state to state Hey guys, what's going on? It's your host, your boy, George Bakai, Back here in the Straight Talk Studios And man, oh man, do I got a good one I got somebody I've had my eye on for a very long time Big fan of this man Please help me welcome one and only Montreal's legend Sexy Eddie. Oh man, it's great to be here. The Triple X Sex Express is live and direct, baby. So, Eddie, my first question is IWS, one of the biggest promotions in Quebec, in the province of Quebec, their day I say Canada. And you've been involved in some marquee matchups over there. And there's been some legendary stuff done in that promotion of IWS. And all your body of work there, what is one of your favorite moments or favorite matches that you've had at IWS? And I know the list is long, but if you can narrow it down to that one. Man, so um, what I can I can remember, I'm going to try and narrow it down to, um, to I, I'm going to have to say the type of match, probably like the fans bring the weapons match. They're always usually the main events when we do this big show once a year, which we're happening, we're having this Saturday actually, and I'm in the, another fans bring the weapons. So I want to say that this coming Saturday might be my favorite match, uh, even though it didn't happen yet. Um, but um, there's always a, a mystique and aura doing those matches. Uh, there's a lot of um, of weapons. You don't know what's going to be handed out to you. Uh, the crowd also. Um, Again, it, it goes back to the gladiator days. When there's a little bit of blood, the crowds go crazy. The crowd, sometimes they even go like uh, prehistoric. They kind of turn into cavemen and just start beating their chest and stuff uh, just with a little bit of blood. So um, the reactions that I've had are some of the loudest ones um, doing these type of matches. Uh, you know, to pinpoint, I can't remember what I had for breakfast two days ago. So it's really hard to go back in my whole body of work because I've been wrestling for at least 102 years, you know. So uh, people are people are always like saying that guy's still around. I've had even some fans ask me like, um, "Are you the same sexy Eddie that did this match, this this place, and this?" And then I'm like, you know, actually, my last fan that asked me that, I told him, "No, I'm his son," and the guy believed me. So I thought that was hilarious. I just just you know see what what happens from there. But um, yeah, it's uh, we all evolve, we all change, we all have different looks. Um, I think I'm going to say that type of fan bring the weapons matches are always my favorite. Um, I did have a really good feud. I liked with um, excess excess 69, where yep. we had many matches uh, together to build up a singles match, a tag match, a ladder match, a first blood match where that the storytelling was really well done over the course of, of, of almost a year. So that was a, a fun uh, group of matches to, to make that. Um, and then again, now I'm having a lot of also um, some some good great matches with a little bit of comedy, a little bit of wrestling, a little bit of high flying, and a little bit of you know some some good uh, some good impact moves with my tag team partner Animal. Actually, I'm wearing our shirt right now with the Sexy Beast represent. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with him. Uh, we're about the same age, and but he's a late bloomer. He got into wrestling a lot later, um, so. I see, I see the passion in his eyes that I used to have when I was younger, and it makes me love it again. You know, so it's uh, it's kind of coming full circle. So, um, yeah, my last match that I actually had with Animal, we had a lot of fun at IWS. It was really cool. 
Um, you know, we, we just had a little, like I said, a little bit of everything. You, you always give the crowd, a, uh, I like to do a little bit of everything. I, I'm, I'm, I'm what's known also, I think back in the day when we we're starting to wrestle, uh, we we're able to do a lot more with hybrid wrestlers. You had um, guys that can do, like you said, a little bit of everything, um, high flying, um, some power moves, um, you know, technical wrestling. And, and if you're able also, not everyone could do it, but properly put in some comedy in there too. Uh, you know, then you can go up against anybody. Something would happen and they'd be, Hey, you're up against him tonight. You're up against him tomorrow night. And, um, there'll be very different matches. So, um, yeah, I, it's a hard question to say, and I can't pinpoint. Um, but actually, you know what? Right away, uh, it was called un and Sanctioned. I think it, I believe it's 2004. I know the cover of my DVD is black and white. Mm -hmm. Although I'm saying it was like a newspaper article. We didn't do, we, I wasn't around when matches were in black and white. Just the cover of this was that, and I was against excess. And I think that was the blow off to our feud. Uh, and we did so much stuff there. There's a lot of moves in that match that I can't do now, which I don't need to do, but that's okay. Cause I've, this, this old dog has so many new tricks anyways. So, uh, uh, that's, that's the, um, the beauty of wrestling. You can evolve and change and, and, uh, you know, sometimes you got to think smart work, work, uh, work smarter, not harder. Just, like uh, the longer you want to stay in this wrestling business, that's, you got to think about that. And, uh, I realized too, at a later age that, um, I get the same reaction ripping my pants off when, when I do that right before my match starts and there's no chance of injury there. Uh, you know, I get the same reaction as I would jumping off the top rope, uh, to the outside and landing on someone, which has a lot more margin of error. So, um, yeah, I, you realize that as later on and it's like, that's, that's how it is. So, uh, uh, I'm I'm going more towards the entertainment aspect of it. It's, other than this Saturday, like I said, it's the fans bring the weapons. It's going to be messy. It's going to be bloody. Uh, we're going up against uh, the whole show is actually IWS versus Game Changer Wrestling uh, based in Jersey. And they, they've been all over the world uh, with this company. So this is their, uh, I believe, as a roster, it's their first time uh, like bringing their product, the whole product, not just a couple wrestlers, to, to Canada. So it's going to be exciting. Uh, and then next week also we're, we're doing it in Toronto, same, like a similar kind of uh, angle too and stuff. It's more their show, but we're going to have a couple IWS guys featured on like myself, uh, you know, maybe green phantom, I think Tabernacle team, Lofisto, uh, Benjamin tall. So um, we're still going to bring in some of our Canadian violence to our American counterpart, uh, GCW. So, um, you know, every weekend I'm looking forward to what I'm doing. It's always a new challenge. It's it's a different uh, opportunity, wrestling different people at different places, different crowd demographics too. So whether I'm wrestling in front of kids or I'm wrestling in front of uh, drunk 18 plus year olds, uh, just so you know, in, in, in Canada and Quebec, it's 18 is the drinking law. So That's I don't want to, I wouldn't be doing anything illegal. I don't condone anything illegal uh, other than if I'm doing it, but um no, that's uh, so I just wanted to say whatever the crowd is, that's uh, sexy Eddie either turns it up a notch, changes the dial. Uh, you know, you, you you work you work with who's there. Uh, that's the best advice I can give. Also, I tell all, all, all the up and comers, don't try and do the same match everywhere. Look at your crowd. If you if you're not the first match, get a chance to listen to the first couple matches. Hear what the crowd really enjoys. 
And that's what you want to give them more of. So, you know, so it, it, it's just paying attention to your crowd and it's being able to improvise a little bit, change it up if you need to and, and make it the best show possible um, for everyone out there, not for yourself. At the beginning, we all wrestle for ourselves. Uh, we're trying to do things for ourselves, but um, you're only as good as your partner lets you be good. So it's a teamwork. Uh, and and the crowd plays just as important a role that the referee, the DJ, the, the, the guy ringing the bell. Everyone's got to be on cue to have a great match, to have a great uh, throughout a roller coaster ride of emotions uh, and to have a great finish at the end where people remember. They don't always remember who wins or loses, but what they do remember are moments. We are here to make moments for fans like you uh, and everyone out there so that when you leave the place, you're like, Again, who won, who lost, but I remember Sexy Eddie grabbed the guy from the top rope and, and, and he he yanked him by his junk and he threw him right across the ring. And, and then the guy tried to grab Sexy Eddie's junk, but Eddie flipped him with it or did something, you know. So that's what we're there to do is make moments. So, um, you know, sit back, relax, eat your popcorn. Don't go and, and say, hey, I think they could have done this better. I think they could have done that better. We are putting on a show, so you got to kind of like pretend you're at the movie theater. And, uh, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger doesn't always do his own stunts. Uh, you know, that's the thing. So, you know, he's an actor. Um, so that's the thing. He's not shooting all those guns and, and aliens for real. You got to enjoy the show, sit back, relax, and, uh, you know, let us tell a story. And, and we just want you to enjoy it. And, uh, you know, and even if that match is not your cup of tea, I'm sure there'll be something on the show that you'll enjoy more. And uh, even if you're too old for some of that magic, have fun watching the kids in the crowd and watching their eyes light up when they see the body slams and, and, and the moves and the acting and the charisma and the jumping off the top rope. Watch watch for them. And um, that that for me now is one of my my newer goals uh, in wrestling. You're younger. You want to break through. As I get older, I want to make um, make some magic for these kids. You never know in the crowd who the next John Cena, who's the next Stone Cold Steve Austin, who's the next Rock. You might be the one that influences him to maybe take a path in wrestling. And, you know, if they can have half as much fun as I had and still am having fun, then uh, all the power to them. Wrestling, like any, I think, organized sport, uh, even though it's more on the entertainment side, it takes kids, um, it keeps them busy and it, it can take them off the streets. Uh, you know, if kids don't know what to do with their life, they're starting to do graffiti, they're starting to cause trouble and stuff. Um, I, I know that wrestling, professional wrestling has helped a lot of kids find something that they love to do. And, um, and, and so, you know, it's just, uh, it's a great outlet. Uh, every kid needs an outlet. And I'm glad that I found it. I found it at a later age. Uh, but you know what? I'm still... Loving wrestling. I'm loving what I'm doing. Some days I'm a little more sore than others, uh, but that comes with age. Uh, but love what you're doing, whatever you're doing, and give it give it 100%. And uh, you only live once, right? So um, that's it. Have as much fun as you can, kids. I love it. You actually answered a ton of my questions off the bat, which is amazing. <laughs> no, it was perfect. It's perfect. Okay. I love it. So my next question is, is I know that you've had battles with El Generico, a.k.a. Sami Zayn. I know you've had battles with Kevin Steen. 
I am a Kevin Owens mark myself. Um, <laughs> but I got to ask, because I saw this on your Facebook. You and I have been friends on Facebook for a while. I saw this picture on your Facebook. You and Sami Zayn playing old school arcade game right before uh, Elimination Chamber. And you were at that pay-per-view. You were able to see one of your friends' main event, a WWE pay-per-view. I mean, uh, how cool was that to share that moment with Sammy in his hometown, being able to rep Montreal to the masses and show exactly what Canada is, if not some of the best wrestling fans in the fucking world. Dude, um, yeah, you said it all. It was like a surreal moment hearing the, the, the amount of time that the crowd was chanting too. I, I heard that it might have surpassed Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Hulk and Rock moment, but like, like there was because the Hulk and Rock moment, I think it went back up, went back down, or stopped. They did something, it went back up. Like I think in total amount of time, uh, I don't know if that's what they were trying to do at the beginning, but that was magical to be there. Super fun to say, hey man, I've shared the ring with him several times. We've been on the road together for years, um, going to Combat Zone Wrestling in Philly going to Jersey All Pro Wrestling in New Jersey, and uh, you're doing that many hours with with the, a couple guys, you end up getting your crew, your, um, you know, a good core group of guys that uh, you, sometimes you think, man, what are we going to talk about this time? We talked about everything on the last road trip. But then we just start up, and then it keeps going and stuff. Um, so super happy, super happy for, for Kevin, super happy for guys in AEW, um, that I that I know from being backstage and, and sharing a lot of shows with, but not doing as much road with like uh, Evil Uno still there. Uh, Stu Grayson was there for a long time too as the Dark Order. Um, guys that were in NXT and WWE, and then now they're in AEW, like um, uh, 2.0. Uh, I'm going to say the team of, uh, say, Big Magic. That was his old old character, uh, Matt, uh, what was his name? Well, what's his name? Matt Menard, I think. Menard, Matt yeah. Menard, uh, yeah. Angelo, Angelo Parker. Uh, so knowing those guys and seeing what where they're at now, it's awesome. It's amazing. Um, I don't – I, I want to say maybe there's some people that have some jealousy, and I don't, I don't know if I ever had that. I know that for myself – uh, I was my worst enemy and um, I was scared of rejection. So I didn't want to take that next step. Another word of advice. Again, there, there might be a couple of these throughout the show. Another word of advice for kids, always go for it. The worst they're going to tell you is no, thank you. Uh, we don't need you at this moment. All the best in your future endeavors. I was too scared to get that, that I didn't even go and, and attempt to get to, to try out and stuff. So, uh, but it's not, so it's, I, I regret that, but you know what? Regrets are in the past. There's nothing you can do about it. You can learn from it. So what I try to do now is tell as many people now, again, oh, you've only been wrestling for six months, for two years, go for it. You know, again, the worst they're going to say is no thank you. But if they keep seeing you, you keep showing up, you keep being, you're there to, to help out or do whatever, like in any independent show, eventually the promoter's like, okay, this guy has heart. He keeps coming back. Let's have him on the show. You keep doing that, uh, that good work ethics everywhere, then, um, you know, good things will happen. Okay. Again, we always wish that no one gets injured. Uh, you know, some people might get a new job where it doesn't give them as many weekends as possible. And then some guys or girls might get a boyfriend or girlfriend that doesn't encourage what they do. Uh, so there's all these factors and obstacles that can get in the way. Uh, but for those that do persist that, uh, 
or whatever that keep going, just like in, in the NHL, uh, in the NFL, uh, you keep pushing, you eventually get there, you know? And so, and, and myself, I was my worst obstacle. So, um, that's, that's where I feel I didn't have any jealousy because I didn't try myself. So to go and say, this person deserves this more than this person. No, man. It's like, they're doing it there. They hustled, they got there, they pushed uh, and they clawed and scratched their way to get to where they were. Uh, and they, and they deserve it. Once they got that chance, once Sammy got that, Kevin got that 2.0, uh, Eva Luna, once they got that ball in their hand, they ran with it. Uh, and you know what? That's that's awesome for them. So anyone, you get that ball, run with it. I like that. Now, have are you all at all surprised at the reser- at the, the amount of Canadian talent that's on our TV screens each week? The fact that Canada has built some of the best names in wrestling and had that for such a long time that now we're actually getting that push. And I almost feel like before it was probably... I want to say 95% American to 5% Canadian, but now I want to say it's like 70, 30, maybe even 60, 40 in terms of talent. Are you surprised by that? Big time. Now that you're telling me these numbers, I didn't realize it. And sometimes you don't know. uh, Again, I'll give you an example. When I was more of a wrestling fan and watching it, every time someone was a good guy, he was usually from the United States because most of the shows that WWE puts on uh, back then, Again, I think still now, most of them are in the United States. So a lot of the good guys were from the United States. And some of the bad guys were from other countries. It just made it easier. But when a Canadian turned into a good guy, the storyline changed. Uh, and uh, so he went from heel to face. They would say, now residing from Florida or residing from, you know. they. So again, they, they used, and I was like, oh, interesting. And I only realized that later on. So some of them, even where they say where they're from or some, maybe they don't say it all the time. I, I didn't realize there's that much, uh, much Canadian talent on the roster. So that's it's awesome because look at the amount of people we have compared to the United States. So if those numbers, even if you say it's it's like 25 uh, to 75 versus 75 percent American, if you're looking at the amount of people per country, then we're represented even a lot more than the Americans. There's a lot more Americans living in the States than Canada. So those numbers are awesome. That's, that's great. And uh, it's just fun to see a more diverse uh, crowd wrestlers crowd, uh, more diverse countries that they're going to having um, talents from China, from India. Well, at the beginning when I was starting to watch too, and WCW was popular against WWE and, there was a lot of luchadors. So I was like, you know, rep, uh, Mexico was being represented uh, and a lot of uh, wrestlers from Japan too and bringing in their strong style and, and different stuff that they were bringing to the table. I thought that was awesome because it just showed how diverse and, and how everyone could have a chance maybe to be a wrestler. You didn't have to be seven feet tall and, and 350 pounds of muscle. Like, you know, it, it gave a chance for cruiserweights, uh, you know, I, I'm sure it's been inspiring for, for girls to watch women wrestlers and, and the women division grow and grow and get better. Not just a bra and panty show, which, again, maybe to the dismay of some guys, they like that the days of uh, HLA and the days of uh, Jerry the King Lawler with his puppies. And again, that was for those times they were entertaining. And that was again, I, I grew up with that, too. But to see what it's grown to now, the evolution 
of of all of the athletes, it, it's great to see. Uh, it's great to see um, the acceptance too of even um, trans athletes, and um, and I want to say more in professional wrestling. Not only not not in like the Olympics or, or or sports like that, but in the form of entertainment, where you know a guy could go against a girl, a girl could go against a guy, uh, a small person could wrestle against a sumo. Given the right storyline, uh, you know, back in the day when we had Hornswoggle and he'd be wrestling, let's say, um, uh, was it Prince Albert, you know, a big dude like that. So um, it leaves a lot to the imagination where, hey, there's a possibility that maybe Rey Mysterio will win the WWE title tonight against uh, Kevin Nash or something. You know, like it just left us to, to like, you know, there's a chance that anything could happen in wrestling. So it's good to see all... Um, areas of people of cultures represented and uh you know like india is a great great big market too uh so then they they had a couple talent from india because you know what this is if this is the people that are watching people like to be represented and it also gives um a glimmer of hope i think that for any kid that's watching uh you know back in the day if they weren't let's maybe a certain type of body type a certain person a certain culture a certain race Maybe they were like, oh, I can never do this. But now to see the, the spectrum, it just goes from, you know, everywhere. So I think it gives uh, a lot of hope for kids in any country to say, hey, if I really want to do this, there's schools. I'll get informed and I'll, I'll go and train and, and I'll see where that'll take me. But, you know, you might not always get not every avenue leads to your end goal. But, um, you know, it, it's not the, the it's not the uh, end of the race it's it's the journey that really uh, creates the person who you are and who you'll become. So yeah, uh, go with it. Follow your dreams, man. And any any kids try it, even if you're not sure or you're like, I don't think I'm the body type for this. Maybe they need managers. Maybe they need referees. You know, so you could learn a little bit, uh, have fun, and and you know, go deeper. The last thing you ever want to do is think, man, I would have should have could have you know at least you go to a class try a couple of classes and if it's not your thing then that's cool too but at least you tried it so again see i told you i'd be shooting out advice throughout this thing people would be like you know we just see him rocking around in his in his banana hammock with a four loco in his hand the guy's nuts i do there's a little bit of gray in here because the gray does mean there's a little bit of wisdom also whatever's left Absolutely. in this there's a little bit of wisdom <laughs> absolutely no it's been it's been great and I, I actually like i said you keep checking off answers to my questions and i knew this is how you're going to be because i've watched sexy eddie interviews before and i knew that you're going to give me a, a boatload of information it's incredible i'm enjoying the conversation i guess one of my final questions to ask is you mentioned regrets you mentioned being your own worst enemy in terms of taking that next step if you had a chance to go back in time and talk to a younger Eddie in terms of maybe not taking the risk to go to TV, but a country you never were able to visit or able to put your stamp on. Is there a place you would have liked to go if you were younger and you were able to get past being your own worst enemy? Okay. I'm going to take the jump. I'm going to go to Japan. I'm going to go to the UK. I'm going to go here because I want to put my stamp there while I can. So um, first off, if the older self of myself could go back in time and talk to the younger self, my younger cocky self would probably not listen to the old man that's giving, trying to give him advice. Because okay. uh, again, as, as we all get older, we all like think, man, I would have said, if we all have a bump card. Here's the thing that wrestlers talk about sometimes. We have a bump card. 
So the amount of times you take a fall and you don't know what that magic number is where you're like, now I got to hang up my boots and call it quits. So it could be, it could be anything just like in any sport. One concussion is all it takes for a big enough accident that, you know, the doctor says no more. So I've just been lucky, unlucky to get a lot of concussions and, and be kind of, uh, you know, intelligible, intelligible. I'm inventing words just enough to talk to, to make some sense. So, um, again, I'm going to say I'm lucky a little bit, but I would have told him, yeah, to push, push through. I, I did get to go to Japan on a few tours and, and Germany and, and England. I would have loved to stay there longer. That would have been something where I would have told myself, Hey, when, when, in like, when you're there, stay there, take it in, enjoy the sights. Uh, because you know, I, I flew to a couple of places and you're there, you're in, you're in there, uh, Thursday night and you're gone uh, Sunday morning. And it's just, wow, I was in another continent and it flew by so fast. Enjoy where you are. Take some extra time. Even if it delay your flight, ask them, uh, you know, you'll find your way around for an extra week or, or you know, explore, explore. Because uh, the world is so big. It's beautiful on TV. That it is. They show you the best things. But when you're there, when you're breathing the ocean air and, and you're you're in the jungle or wherever you are and, and you're, you're petting a tiger or something, because things like that you get to do in life. Uh, you're riding an elephant in Thailand or whatever. Um, these are things that whatever videos you'll watch, you'll it's not the same as being there. These are life changing experience. And um, I never thought that pro wrestling fake wrestling could 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 get me to go fly places and where they take care of me and stuff so i got to really take advantage of things like that in japan and learn a lot uh, of that i'm gonna be actually going to a new country this summer hopefully to wrestle uh in, in portugal uh this summer so that could be a chance while i'm there on vacation you know i might pop up in a wrestling ring so uh for me again that's gonna be cool um on my bucket list, like I said, making kids, making those magic moments for the kids to light up is always the top of my priority. But um, if I can visit new uh, new provinces in Canada, new states, uh, I could visit new countries, that's going to forever be on my bucket list as long as I'm wrestling. Because um, I, like, I, I, I like breaking out of the comfort zone. And if you really want to be a true pro wrestler, you can't stay in the same place too long uh because it just gets too easy you know you want to go in new places you want the crowd to rediscover like who are you they don't pretend you they don't know anything about you clean the slate you know they might have heard things they want to see you they want to see it live they want to see what you can do and uh so you give them your greatest hits but sometimes you have a couple hidden cards in your sleeve just in case you never give all your magic tricks in, in one shot because then after that you know, do we need to see him again? No. So, um, getting to visit new places and, uh, new countries would be on my bucket list to, to tell myself, I'd probably be, um, one thing I could tell myself would be protect your head a little bit more. That's, that's for sure. Just protect your head when you're falling backwards. Like, just, just put your hands up. That no, one, no one will notice. That's it. Um, again, would my younger self have listened? Who knows that I, I you know, eh, I don't know. So, um, yeah. That's I like it. That. I, I know right now you're hearing a lot of tweeting. You're like, is Eddie in the jungle right now? Is it no, but my pet bird, Blueberry, is uh is is, is just a little hungry, so 
Yes. All right. Well, our blueberry, I won't keep. I won't keep it much longer. My final question before I get you to shout out your socials, yeah. my man, is we've noticed the inner workings of what happened there. Oh, there we go. We've noticed the inner workings of so much working in wrestling together. There's a lot of the last couple of years working together. That forbidden door, much like what you would, what IWS and GCW are doing now. Are you excited that the forbidden door is trickling down to the indies, where instead of competing for fans? We're working together to introduce fans to promotions together. It's it's the best thing ever. Um, I, I know how when wrestling started, it was all about the territories and stuff. And, and there's things that they had to protect. But, but um, you're giving the opportunity for, for the fans that are present or online or watching Fight TV uh, uh, or watching uh, IWTV, things like that. You're giving them a chance to see some dream matches that, uh, hey, man, this character versus this character, this fighter versus this fighter, this technical genius against this other technical genius. So it's um, it's awesome what what uh, people are realizing. What again? I think when the wrestlers get wiser and they realize that uh, we're working together, just makes everything stronger. When companies realize this too, uh, where sometimes you'd have some some greedy promoters that were just like you know, thinking about their one product, but um, you got to think of the growth of your product. You got to think of growth of your wrestlers. And when they do grow, they might leave you and stuff like that. So you got to take all these things in account. But if you have a good foundation, you have a good school, um, which, which every wrestling company should have something uh, and they should know how to teach the right way. If not, at least direct kids where to, to learn properly, because when you have a good school, you grow your own talent and um, it's just self-sufficient after that. Uh, we started growing our own vegetables, which is which is awesome because you know you realize just this, it's little things you can do, and and there's so much more, um, so more so much more uh, proud when uh, you do something on your on your own. The gratitude of watching something grow in front of you, just like the young talented wrestlers we have, watching some of the kids learn the ropes. And uh, even after a couple of years, they're already represented in NXT or they're on AEW Dark uh, and, and they're just getting uh, a chance to shine. Like, you know, sometimes you just need to to, to keep, um, you know, to keep to keep buffing that diamond or whatever. And then you'll see how, how sparkly things they'll shine. So um, this isn't the end of Canadian talent. It's, it's like you say, it's just the beginning. The numbers are going up. But the numbers are going up everywhere in the world. So it's good. You're taking the best talents. And, and again, I, I always tell people, you're never going to be the biggest guy. You're never going to be the fastest guy. You're never going to be the strongest. You're never going to be the most technical. But again, if you're a little bit of everything, you will be unique in yourself. So um, again, um, showcase your strengths. Sometimes you got to work on while you're high, hide your weaknesses, but work on them at the same time. Um so yeah, if, if you can be an all around, uh, learn all about wrestling uh, and learning the inner workings uh, of of uh, a good heel and, and a great baby face, it's things like that too. Uh, you stay a good guy all your life; it's it's not as much fun. You tr you learn the bad guys, the inner workings of that, then I think you become more complete. Uh, and it's just the best part 
I find of being a wrestler is that we're controlling the roller coaster of emotions that fans get to ride. We, you know, it's like you're buying a ticket, but this is an amusement park here and we're going to take you like, you know, up and down and there's going to be some big moves and there's going to be things, moments where it, you know, cuts your air off and you're just gasping like, whoa. And then to come back and fight back and, and you know, classic stories for kids when the good guy's getting beaten up the whole time, the bad guy's cheating. And then the good guy, you know, surmounts and he shows that, Hey, you know, you got to do it properly. You got to do it, you know, to, to, to be finish on top and stuff like that. So sometimes it's as simple as a story like that, but that's the magic moments that uh, we live for. And I mean, telling myself as a younger wrestler that was more like I'm going to shoot for the stars. And that was my goal is just to get to the biggest screen ever and get paid to do this uh, for a lifetime, for a lifetime uh, as a lifestyle too and stuff. But you know, not everyone's cut up for this wrestling every day. Uh, your body's only getting older. Uh, I wish there was a fountain of youth. And if I would have found it, I'd be swimming in it right now. Uh, but, but I'm not, I'm in i I'm in a bathtub of, uh, of, of old water, uh, because I'm just getting older and older. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. But I mean, um, you know, just um, my brain is still young. Uh, you know, and 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 I tell a lot of wrestlers, you're only as old as the women you're having sex with. So um, if you, if your mind is young and and your you know your your body's staying in young, trying to do the best thing you can. I mean, uh, you go from going to the gym a lot to to maybe transitioning to to more yoga, DDP yoga. There's a plug for him too. I hope I get uh, some free DVD, some free merch, but um, that's the thing. Just uh, you want to be, you want to look like a performer. You want to look like a wrestler. You know, you gotta, you gotta have, you know, workout train. You're just going to prevent yourself from getting injury. Get some cool looking gear. It always helps practice your promos in the mirror. Uh, you know, again, if you can convince yourself, if you can get convinced when wrestlers come to the curtain to watch your match is one of the most rewarding things because your peers are actually watching because they know that they might learn something and pick up on on it so um again with everything that i said um have fun have as much fun as you can in the wrestling ring there's it's good to have some butterflies and some stress because that just means you're alive but the moment you stop doing that like everyone says the moment that you stop getting nervous at all and you go through the curtains and it's boring you know maybe uh, try something different do something else you know but always uh keep chasing after uh, a passion in life for for everyone no matter what your age is man never never get bored try and find something that you love to do and and if you can't find anything take care of a lot of adopt a lot of pets adopt some pets and that'll make you feel good i love it i love it i think that's the best way to, to end the interview almost like when uh you know bob barker used to end uh uh, what's it called? Don't forget Don't... to get your pet spayed and neutered. Yeah. There you go. Price is right, baby. Yes. Sexy Eddie, this has been an incredible conversation. I know there's going to be a part two down the line for sure. My dude, before you go, please shout out your socials to all the Straight Talk faithful so they can keep up on everything that is Sexy Eddie. All right. Well, if you want to get in touch with me, it might take a while when I answer my MySpace. So that takes a, a little bit of time. Sorry, I'm joking but I don't have a MySpace anymore, but I'm trying to stay current, trying to stay trendy with the kids and, and, and hashtag stuff before my name. But um, so you can reach me out on, on Facebook. I have uh, my personal account, but there's also my sexy Eddie account. Um, I have Instagram. I'm trying to remember what it is now. I believe it's only one naked Eddie. I think that's it. If not, you can find it throughout a bunch of other wrestlers also on Twitter uh, I usually put the same stuff on Instagram and Twitter because I don't know which one's better. Um, uh, 
I'm not on TikTok. I, I heard that's not good to be on anymore. I don't know. I'm hearing rumors because my dance moves aren't on par with the young kids. So I don't I don't have a TikTok. Um, unfortunately, also for, for my male fans, uh, I don't have a grinder. You know, again, I don't have an OnlyFans, uh, you know. But again, if anyone wants to help me out with one and maybe provide pictures of their own penises and I'll just sign it and say it's mine, uh, you know, we could work something out 50-50, you know. I'm not opposed to making a little bit more money. You know, we all need a little cherry on the Sunday. So, um, yeah, those are those are some of my uh, ways to contact me. Or else, you know what? You can do it by snail mail and write me a letter. Be, you know, I, you don't get enough letters. And you know what? When you do get a letter in the mail, you do feel special. Not just an email, a regular mail. You know, we got to keep those postmen employed, too, or else they go postal. <laughs> so I don't know where I'm going with this, but... Um, I'm always hard, but I'm not hard to find. There you go. <laughs> All right, perfect. Eddie, thank you so much for joining me today. Guys, that's it for this one. Peace, love, and wrestling. We'll see you next week. Peace. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to tune in next week for another great episode on all available podcast platforms and hosted on Podbean. Also, check us out on YouTube at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Instagram at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Facebook at Straight Talk Wrestling, and on Twitter at underscore Straight Talk. And if you feel the need to buy some sweet merch, check us out on ProWrestlingTees.com. Leaving the scene with no trace. None in my lead. You out of place. I'm not at the top. I'm out of space. Can't eat with us. We're out of place. I'm doing fine. I'm feeling great. You're not my fan. You can't relate. Straight talk going stay.